Blog Talk Radio. Are you tired and overworked? Do you wish that Calvin would take you away? Well, sit back, put your feet up, as Kelly Claypool and Gina Paris plan to inspire you in this refreshing episode of Diva Talk Radio. Now, here's your host, Kelly and Gina. Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of Diva Talk Radio. I am Kelly Claypool, your host, and I am so delighted that you are joining us today. We have another exciting show for you. We're going to talk about self-publishing because that is such a huge topic with so many of our Diva listeners. They have that story inside of them, and they want to get it published and shared with the world. And I tell you what, I have an amazing author with me today, and we are going to talk about that subject, self-publishing, as well as she's going to share a little bit about her books, and uh, and we're just going to have a wonderful, wonderful girlfriend chat like we do each and every week. So without further ado, what I want you to do is head over to Facebook and Twitter and encourage all of your friends and followers to join us. They can go to divatalkradio.com forward slash live, L-I-V-E, and uh, listen to today's show. Now, I do have the chat room open, so if you have any questions or aha moments or anything that you want to share, please feel free to put that in the chat room, and uh, I'll be more than happy to uh, to answer your questions and so forth, share your information uh, on the call. Um, I do have to uh, apologize. I have my my uh, co-workers with me today, and those are my four-legged friends. I have uh, Rascal and Ellie with me in the office today, and for some reason, they are wanting to be vocal. So if you hear um, some whining or some barking in the background, just ignore them. That's just Rascal and Ellie uh, wanting their um, their voices to be heard as well. They are divas true and true. <laughs> so anyways, um, I'd like to give a shout out to our show sponsor today. Um, it is Personified Entertainment. And uh, Personified Entertainment is owned by Juanita Johnson. And uh, it is a global company that provides creative marketing and writing services for entrepreneurs, startups, and small businesses. So if you have content that needs to be done for blogging or for um, any kind of copywriting, then uh, hook up with Juanita at Personified Entertainment, and, uh, and she'll be more than happy to help you with that. All of her information is on our website at divatalkradio.com. Just click on the banner, and it will take you right to her website. So we have Tiana Nicole with us. And um, and Tiana told me at the beginning, um, right before we, we went live, that I did not botch up her name, which is a first, Tiana. I want to tell you it's a first. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Tiana is a 
wonderful gal. She's from the Chicago area. She uh, has a degree in computer systems technology. She has her bachelor's in psychology and her master's in business management. I tell you what, this girl is all that. Um, she is a mom and a wife, and uh, and she loves to write. And so she has uh, several books published, which we are going to talk about later in the show. And uh, and she's self-published. So um, so what better person can we have on the show to talk about self-publishing than Tiana? Tiana, are you with us? I am with you. Hi, Kelly. How are you? We're doing great, and I'm so delighted that you are on the show today. Uh, Diva Talk Radio is all about empowering and inspiring women to um, to live to their fullest potential. And one of the ways that they can do that is by writing a book. I think we all have a story in us, whether it's fiction or nonfiction. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that we just all have something to share with the world, right? Yes, so, I agree. Um, I agree. Yes. Just give me a little bit of a background on you and um, what made you, um, or how should I say it, how did you discover that um, that you are a writer? Well, um, a little bit about myself. I'm a Jill of all trades, as you kind of uh, touched bases <laughs> on a few seconds ago. I'm very versatile. I like being versatile. Um, and that's the reason for my versatility is because I don't like being placed in the box. I don't like becoming mm-hmm. complacent with, you know, uh, categories or titles. Yep. Um, I think that when you allow yourself to become complacent with titles, um, you limit yourself. You limit your possibilities. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I always tell people I'm a Jill of all trades. I live vicariously through myself. Um and my de- my ambition definitely keeps me grounded, you know, and it allows my fears to drive. I don't allow my fears to drive my motivation. Um, so that that that's who I am. I'm very ambitious. Um, I'm always seeking something new, you know. I'm always finding ways or um, something to sharpen what it is that I do. I actually started writing. Well, actually, I've always written. I've read. I started writing when I was about thirteen. And I was mm-hmm. very young, and I would read these books, or I would listen to songs, and I would say, well, I think this should be this way, or I think they should say it this way. Uh, and I picked up yeah. a pen, and I started writing myself. Uh, the only problem was that when I wrote, I would write, like, the entire, and I tell this to everybody, every interview that I go to, because it's the truth, um, I would write the entire story within the first five chapters. I didn't know how to drag out the story. I had the ideas mm-hmm. there, and but I didn't know how to. So, you know, it kind of discouraged me um, just a tad bit. I put the pen down, and um, back in 2010, I actually started writing again, I realized that I had that same trouble, you know, before, um, when I was younger, I didn't know how to drag the story out. Only the, the only difference was by that time, you know, I was older, I was mature enough to say, you know what, I hold my, the key to my tomorrow. If this is something that I want to do, if this is something that inspires me, I have to learn this craft. And that's what I did. Um, I learned the craft, I studied the craft and I took off from there. 
That is awesome. And, you know, you've said so much in in that last 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Um, <laughs> one, I love, <laughs> I love that you don't put yourself in a box. You know, that's one yeah. of the things that, um, that we do here at Diva Talk Radio is we tell women, listen, you have so much potential. You were created for greatness. You are uniquely and wonderfully made. And mm-hmm. you know what? God doesn't put us in a box. So, um, so we have, we have so much going for us. Um, and so I love that. Love that, love that, love that. Um, another thing you said is um, you had to perfect your craft. And yes. everything we do in life, I believe that it is our responsibility to perfect our craft, whether yes. that is as a business owner, whether that is as a mom, whether that is as a wife, you know, um, we we always need to strive to be better, um, and and not in a negative way because we're awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are mm-hmm. awesome as moms, and sisters, and aunts, and you know, we're just we're just awesome women, right? I agree. But I agree. They, the thing is, is you know, um, when you're in school, you have to study, right? I mean, you didn't yes. get your master's in business management just because you woke up and you go, hmm, um, I think I want my master's in business management today. Right. right. <laughs> you know, you had to master that craft. You had to master, yes. you know. Um, I I joke because I have three children. They're all grown. In fact, I moved my, my youngest child, my only son, off to college last month, and everyone tells me, yay, I know. Um, So um, everyone tells me, you have the greatest kids, and I'm like, well, thank you, thank you, and, you know, and of course they comment about my son and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, well, he's the third, I finally got it right, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um, Mm -hmm. and even though that I'm joking because all three of my kids are just, you know, top notch, um, (laughs) is, you know, when I had the first one, I was in training. I was a mom in training, you know. (laughs) I made all my mistakes on my first one, and Brandy, I'm so sorry for the way that, you know, this is why you have nightmares. But, you know, know, by the second one that came along, you know, I mean, with the first one, it was like, oh, man, nobody can hold her, nobody can touch her, and, you know, I couldn't feed her anything but what the pediatrician said I could feed her. You know, by the time the second one came along, it was like, yeah, just wash your hands, you know, sure, go ahead and, you know, hold her and whatever you want to feed her, that's fine as long as, you know, it's baby food, stuff like that. By the time Spencer came along, my third, I'm like, oh, heck, yeah, you want to give him that pickle? You go right ahead. I know he's only three days old. <laughs> oh, trust me, I can relate. Believe me, I can relate. I can relate. Trust me. So, but what happened? I mastered my craft as a mom, right? Yes. Didn't say that I yes. didn't make mistakes. Didn't say that I, you know, that I am, you know, the most best mom out there in the world. No. But the fact is, is like, um, like you did in your writing, you mastered it. It was something that you wanted to do. And so I think that is such a powerful, powerful thing that if we all stay moldable, um, and teachable that we can mm-hmm. just continue to serve. So that's awesome. That's so awesome. Yes, I agree. I agree because, 
you know, despite despite those challenges that I faced early on, um, even despite the challenges when I decided to pick Tian back up, um, you know, I, at that moment, I had to decide, hey, Tiana, you have the ultimate power to change your tomorrow, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my heart, I honestly felt that uh, my writing and my words would change my tomorrow. And, and it would also change someone else's tomorrow um, because sure. you never know. I think words are very powerful and um, they're very life changing. They're, they're very helpful. So um, mm-hmm. I've had plenty of women reach out to me, email me. Um, a number of women, you know, say, Oh my gosh, I read this in your book and this is so relatable to what I'm going through. Um, it's a relatable experience. Um, and you you spoke to me, you know, that I had a revelation. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, at that time when I made that choice to master that craft, I made that choice to change my tomorrow and someone else's. So that was very important to me. You know, master your craft. Um, you're going to make mistakes in the beginning. You know, I made mistakes in the beginning. Mistakes are meant to be learned, you know, from. You learn from them and you grow, you know, um, and you keep sure. going. So that that's the number one rule to self-publishing. Allow yourself to make mistakes because you need to make mistakes to learn from them. That's right. That's right. Very good. Very good. Okay. So um, I want to get into the meat of things. Um, okay. One. Well, one. Let me let, before we get into you know like the step by steps or the how tos. Why did you decide to self-publish versus going traditional? Was there something? Was there something that said, um, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and take on this work myself instead of sending, you know, manuscripts or whatever to traditional publishers?" I think that both traditional publishing and uh, self-publishing um, independently, I, I think they both have their pros and cons. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, when you're when you're backed by a big publishing house, you know, Simon & Schuster, you know, or someone, Atria Books, or someone like that, um, you know, you have more support. Uh, You have more, you know, marketing support. You have more, you're not putting a lot of your own um, capital up, you know, to make this happen. Sure. Uh, But you still have to market yourself. So that that's where my dilemma came in at. Um and it all goes back to researching, you know. I did extensive mm-hmm. research on what was what would be best for me. Um and doing my research when I, you know, thought, okay, should I get an agent? Should I shop this book with an agent? So an agent can shop this book with a major publishing house. Um, I learned that just like the music industry, the book industry has changed. It's not what it was 20 years ago. It's not what it was uh, 25, 30 years ago. It's different. You have to market yourself. You know, you have to put mm-hmm. that energy into yourself. Um, so although you have that big name publisher behind you backing you, you have to still say, okay, what is what is it that I need to do? I still have to do things on my part to market me. You know, you may have right. to still put money into your project, and that was my um, that was my game changing decision. I said, well, if I'm going to market myself and I'm going to you know work my fanny off. Um, you yep. know, to get this book out here, to get this book known, to make my name known, you know, to get a little buzz about myself, then I may as well independently publish it, you know, because I'm doing a lot right. of the footwork on my own. Um, and I'm also, that was one of my determinant factors, but a major factor is that um, I'm very self, um, I'm very self-educated, so I like to self-educate myself on things. 
And it's mm-hmm. not to say, you know, in the future, of course, I would love to have Simon & Schuster or A-Tribbles or another big-name publisher, you know, contact me and say, hey, we're going to give you the six-figure deal, you know. Um, but right. at least at that point, I'm educated on the process. Sure. I want to be educated on the ins and the outs because if there's something going on that I know absolutely nothing about, how would I know what's wrong or right if I haven't educated myself beforehand? Um, mm-hmm. So that was very important to me to self-publish first because I'm a, I'm a do-it-yourselfer. If something goes wrong, I want to be able to say, okay, you know what? That's a setback. I, I, I have a backup plan. I have a contingency plan to move move forward and do this on my own. Sure. So that was a determining factor sure. for me. Well, one of the things that you said was um, if you went with a traditional publisher, um, they would front the money to have your book published. Mm-hmm. But what a lot of people don't understand is that they literally get a small royalty yes. when the book yes. is published. Yes. So, you know, you think that, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be a, you know, a, um, a New York bestseller and all these millions yes. and millions of dollars are going to come in. The fact of the matter is a lot of that goes right back to the publisher. Yes, um, it does. You know, and it's okay if you are, you know, um, a a well known celebrity or politician, mm-hmm. or you know, because they really are publishing the books more for a large business card type of thing. Yes. Um, yes. And so, uh, so yeah, so they they have the the following that. Um, you know, that, that you and I probably don't have, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we have our circle of friends and our circle of influence and stuff like that, but I don't know about you, but I don't compare to a Donald Trump book, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? I don't compare yes. to, a, you know, a Barack Obama book or, you know, who yes. whomever, a celebrity book. Um, so... You mentioned that self-publishing, you put out your own money. And, you know, as a business coach, that's what I, that's what I primarily do is I, I coach women entrepreneurs and authors and, and so forth. Um, you have to invest in yourself yes. for, for you to actually be successful. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not willing to invest in yourself – um, then you probably really shouldn't put out that book, <laughs> you know, or yeah, you probably yeah. shouldn't start that business, right? You know, mm-hmm. so um, so putting the money out first to get yourself published, you are in one hundred percent control. You don't yes. have a publisher mm-hmm. saying, "Oh no, you can't go on that radio show because mm, their viewpoints don't align with mine." Or with ours. Yes. You know, no, mm-hmm. you can't, you know, say something like that on Twitter because mm, we don't agree with that. You know what? When you're self-publishing, mm-hmm. your your marketing is your marketing, you know. So, 100%. Um, so, yes. Yeah. So we only have a few minutes left, and I knew that the show would go very, very fast. But I wanted to get some, um, just some concrete step-by-steps of what somebody that is considering self-publishing, what are some things that they should be thinking about 
and the beginning. Um, so one of the things that I was thinking um, or, or some of the things that, that I did, and I want you to chime in too, Tiana, as, um, as I'm sharing this, is mm-hmm. um, one of the biggest things, um, of course, your your writing is, needs to um, you know be top notch, and you and you definitely yeah. need to have it proofread, um, mm-hmm. and and so forth. Um, you know, hiring an editor or or what have you is is definitely something. Because I don't know about you, but I have read books that have had so many typographical errors and spelling errors, yes. and you know, it really mm-hmm. looks bad on the author. And it could it be does. an incredible book, but. You know, I know I start losing respect in the author. You know, if I'm putting out the the ten, twelve, fourteen, even twenty dollars on the book, um, I I I want it to be a good book. You know, I mean, and and so Agreed. forth. So, yeah. um, you know, so. So outside of your writing, definitely have it proofread. Have it have. Um, uh, an editor take a look at it and and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing is is formatting. You know, you can for, uh, format it for a physical book or for you know a, a, an e-reader such as a Kindle mm-hmm. or a Nook or you know a tablet or whatever. Definitely take that time to format it in various ways so that way the the reader will, um, you know, be able to to read the book according to their preference. You know, um, and another thing is uh, the cover design. You know, they say, "Oh, don't judge a book by its cover," but guess what? We do. You we know, do. yes, <laughs> we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> the cover, the title. Um, you know, and, and I definitely understand that to each is to all. But I think that when choosing your cover, when choosing your title, um, you definitely need to think, okay, where do I want to go? Where do I want this book to take me? Mm-hmm. Um, especially with urban, and, and, and I'm not knocking anyone who does it, you know, like I said, to each sure. your own. But with urban fiction, I'm seeing that um, a lot of graphic covers, you know, they're very, um, mm-hmm. you know, almost near pornographic, honestly, and I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the titles are graphic, the, um, you know, the covers are graphic, and you really sit back and you really have to ask yourself, do I just want to be famous on social media? Do I just want to mm-hmm. be a Facebook author? Do I want to be a Twitter author? Or do I want to branch out into the mainstream and, um, you know, be a USA Today seller or an actual New York Times bestseller? Do I want to be famous on Amazon? Ask yourself those questions when you're choosing your cover. When you're choosing your title, how far do you want this to be? Do you want to write, make writing your business, or do you want to make you know writing to make you you know famous on social media? You know, it's it's questions right. you have to ask yourself, and it helps you determine the decisions that you make as an independently published author. So I think that's very important. That is very important, and and you bring up a good point because um, you know know your audience. Who yes. who are you reaching out to to read your book? If you are you know teetering on a pornographic cover, chances mm-hmm. are you're not you're not um, you know targeting uh, women with children. 
you know, with yes. small children. Because yes. I'm going to tell you right yes. now, I wouldn't bring that into mm-hmm. my house. I agree. You know? I agree. Uh, yes, I agree. You know what I mean? So, I mean, so I believe that there's there's a tasteful cover that can mm-hmm. be um, tantalizing, I guess, <laughs> you know. But then there can also be the, you know, the, the cover that it's like, oh, no, you should not have gone there. You know, so um, I think what, one of the ways of being able to determine if, um, you know, if the cover, well, one, if, the, if you're questioning the cover, then maybe you shouldn't have it. <laughs> but, uh, but well, you, know, maybe <laughs> one is, you know what I mean? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, I agree. <laughs> but, you know, maybe what you can do is, you know, hire a graphic artist and yes. take your emotions out of it, you know, because it's your book, it's your baby, and you're going to have, you know, you're you're going to be drawn to at that particular, you know, that particular design or, or what have you. But if you hire a um, a designer that actually is, proficient in designing book covers then then they may have a, um another idea that will be able to propel your book further so yes. Yes. um you know because that's what they do that's that's their expertise your expertise that's right mm-hmm. you know, their mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, their expertise is creating a cover for you that's going to literally jump off the shelf um to your your ideal audience so awesome, awesome. Covered, you know, the writing and the editing and um the the design. Um and another thing and, and you talked on a good title and that is so key, you know, um having good keywords and and, and again it goes back to knowing your audience. Um yes. so uh so having that good title Absolutely, absolutely. One of the things that, and I know we're running out of time, but one of the things um, that uh, a lot of people bring up is copyright and copyright language and having, um, you know, the ISBN number and so forth. Um, okay. You know, one of, the, one of the things is to definitely do your research. Um, yeah. I, I, I've heard of um, several times books, and ended up having to be taken off the shelf because the title was either the same or too close to, you know, another book that's out there. So Uh do your Uh – I agree. You have to do your research, you know, um, because this is your life. You know, this is your baby. So you have to do your research. That's what it it comes down to. Um, Research, 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 you know. Uh, you don't want to put all this money and time into something that naturally you're going to have to pull from the shelf because you didn't do your research, you know. That's so that's right. important. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Tiana, we could talk all day on this, um, and we're just about out of time. So what I would like for you to do is take the next two minutes and share with our audience um, uh, your books and how they can get a hold of you, and uh, and how can they purchase your books? Um, 
for all of my books, of course, they're on Amazon. Amazon is the guru of books. Um, yes, they can also purchase me on uh, Barnes and Noble, uh, Google Play. Um, but you know, um, Amazon is basically the go-to place for books. Um, I also have a website, www.tiananicole.org, and I have a new book coming out October nineteenth. Uh, it's titled "You're Not the Boss of Me," and it is a nonfiction book. Um, that particular book, it's a um, it's an empowerment book for women, and it basically mm-hmm. gives women the tools to determine what's needed in order to face fear. You know, we all know fear is an unpleasant emotion that we all face, and we find, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it difficult to conquer. Um, and so that that's coming out, and it's also on pre-order right now. It's on a limited time pre-order on Amazon. Um, so go ahead, check it out. And it's it's definitely a book that will um, it'll modify the way we as women think, the way we as women cope with fear, in order to mm. achieve our success and desires. So um, I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about um, you know empowering our women of today. Um, you know, so yeah, if you want to be empowered and you want to, because I can tell you all day, you know, this is this is what it means to, you know, be fearless. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that reading the book, it allows you to uh, connect with deceptively uncomplicated scenarios, you know, and sure. it allows you to see in real time how crippling fear can become, how crippling it can be to your ma- your aspirations. Um, you know, so it, it's definitely a, a different experience. Um because I'm a fiction writer as well, I put a little bit of nonfiction in there as well. I mean, fiction in there as well, you know, to make it more livelier and allow the reader sure. to see how crippling it can be. So check that out. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So divas, go to tiananicole.org, and that's T-I-A-N-A-N-I-C-O-L-E. Dot org. All of the information will be on the show notes uh, on divatalkradio.com. And uh, Tiana, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being thank an awesome you. guest on Diva Talk Radio. Come back again. And, I will. Uh, and we look forward to following all of your success. So thank you so much. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Our- Absolutely. Okay, Divas, that's our show for you today. So I encourage you to go over to Facebook and Twitter, tweet about today's show, connect with Tiana, and certainly check out our uh, sponsor for today's show, Personified Entertainment. All of this information will be on our show notes. And uh, until next week, wear your heels well and be abundantly blessed. Talk soon. Bye-bye.